Welcome to the Bad Girls on Business, the podcast that makes business more fun so you want to do more of it. Here are your hostesses with the mostesses, Jenny Bellinger, Virginia Muskies, and Michelle Nedelec. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Bad Girls on Business, the only show in the industry that is safe, sane, and consensual. The bad girls will be nice, naughty, or kinky as their guests require. And in case it gets out of hand, we'll give them a safe word. It's meatloaf because we would do anything for business, but we won't do that. And uh, I'm Virginia Muskies the referral alchemist. And I normally am here with the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, but you know what? She got tapped for a super high level coaching program. And so we released her for a little bit of time to go do what she's got to do so she can be even more badass than she was before she started. And uh, your mistress in business, Michelle Nadelec, she can't talk. She has absolutely no voice. And she said she couldn't even squeak out like low tone and sultry today. So today you get this bad girl all to yourselves along with our guest today, Mr. Seth Kaplan. Now I believe I met Seth Kaplan by referral because that's how I like to do things. And uh, Seth is a seasoned sales professional with a focus on technology engagement. For nearly 15 years, he has worked with and helped sales professionals and organizations leverage today's most popular and prominent technologies in order to better identify, engage, and drive new business with their core customers and prospects. And uh, I, I got to love you, Seth. You were like, nice, naughty, kinky, bring it. <laughs> All of the so, above. Let's go. I'm man ready of my for dreams. You. Man of my dreams. Versatility. Versatility, right? So good. So, so good to have you on. And it's really great to reconnect with you. And I do think you have some pretty sexy technology. So why don't you, before we get started, just um give give me a quick rundown on, you know, who is Seth Kaplan? Where'd you come from? What's the trajectory? How'd you get here? Absolutely. My pleasure. It is awesome to be here with you today, Virginia. Thank you for having me on. I wish your two co-hosts could have been here to join us, but I'm sure I will have more than my hands full uh, with just you today. Um, I will so try to do, about... I'll try to do it for all three of us. Okay. I'll try to bring it. <laughs> Listen, I, I have no doubt that you will do that and more. Um, a little bit about me. I am um, the co-founder and chief growth officer here at Win Local. Um, I've been in and around the technology engagement business, as I like to call it, for about 15 years now. Um, we started in the residential real estate space back in 2008, literally as the market uh, was crumbling beneath our feet during the Great Recession and the housing market uh, completely and utterly crumbled. That was a lot of fun, you know, launching a new business in that circumstance, Um Looking back on it now, blessing in disguise, right? Because you learn a lot when no one is doing any business and no one has any money. Um, so we learned how to be really lean. We learned how to take product feedback, incorporate it in, change quickly, pivot, etc. And ultimately, everything that we've done and that I've done since then has been around this premise of technology engagement, right? How can we create products and services that our partners can leverage to better identify and engage with their core customers and prospects using today's most prominent and popular technologies, regardless of what those are. Whether it's text messaging in 2008, 
or it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, et cetera, today, how do we create things that make it easier for our customers and prospects to identify and engage with the people that they want to do business with? And so on the business side, that's me. On the personal side, I was born and raised in New York City, in the Bronx, um, and I uh, currently live in Stanford, Connecticut with my wife and two little children that you can see up in the background, two under two. So uh, I work a lot, get a very little bit of sleep and enjoy every minute of it. That's excellent. And, you know, I'm a Jersey girl, so um, that all might that that all might come out while we're talking, you know, because <laughs> bring it, bring it. Oh, gosh. So listen, I when when um, when Joe introduced us, um, I was really fascinated with your platform because I I know like the crux of it, if you want to simplify it is a digital business card. Okay, so but it's more than that. So let's let's start talking about just the notion of digital business card, because before I met you, I, I got one in the pandemic because to be to be frank, I really preferred standing at six feet and holding up a card that someone could shoot a QR code, <laughs> you know, and I love being able to just like reach out my hand and tap it on their phone. That was really good. Um, and, and I, and there's some other benefits of having a digital, uh, having a digitized that business card that's that way. So why don't you talk a little bit about the power of the digital business card versus the, versus the paper business card? Like, how is it an, a, such an up level? Absolutely. Before I dive into that and answer that question specifically, you brought up something really interesting, right, which is the pandemic um, and how that's changed us all. Right. It was a very long, arduous event, global event that we all lived through. And so when things first happened in March, April of 2020, my business partner, John, and I had the luxury of having a private office space here in downtown uh, Stamford, Connecticut, which is where we're based. And he and I were still coming to the office every day and, and trying to figure out what to make of this new world we were all of a sudden living in. And, you know, it gave us the opportunity to sit down, take stock of the assets that we owned and look towards the future. Right. Where did we think the market was going to go? How could we develop something that would be beneficial going into this new world? And most importantly, realizing that everything was going to shift so far forward digitally and technologically, but eventually we were all going to come back together in person, right? Those real world person to person interactions, especially after the past two and a half, three years are more important than ever before. Simultaneously, just like you and I talked about pre-pod, when you meet someone in person now, the majority of your conversations and interactions that happen thereafter are going to be in this digital world. So how do we create a product and a platform that are more aligned with the way we interact with one another today. And that's when we sat down and built out this concept for the WinLocal platform and our core product, which is ShareCard. So ShareCard is a contactless digital business card that allows you to exchange your information in three ways um, and engage with your clients and prospects. And the beauty is, is that it doesn't matter whether you're actually in person, in person, or you're on a Zoom call like we are today, you can use your share card to exchange your information and just as important, capture the information of the person that you want to do business with. So to answer your question, why use a digital business card in today's world? 
Well, one, very little of what we do today is analog, right? We've gone from printed handouts to PDFs. We've gone from, you know, paper menus to QR codes. And as part of this pandemic, this technological learning curve that we've all gone through, right? Everyone is much more comfortable interacting digitally. Very few of us have desk phones anymore. We all have cell phones. We text each other instead of calling or even emailing now, right? And so creating a means of generating that first impression that is very much in line with the way we communicate today, tap, text, and scan as we like to think of it, right? You could use the NFC card to simply tap someone's phone. You could use the QR code for them to scan, or you could have them text in or send it to them via text if they ask you for your card. Um, multiple ways to engage that are all digital that go right into that person's phone that allow them to share their information back with you on your phone so that you don't have to take this paper card, which when I get one of those, I see an admin task, right? I got to take it back with me. I got to remember to bring it to the office with me the next day, enter it into my CRM, then send the follow-up email. And it's just more work, right? Where if I give you my card, inevitably, you're going to share your information back with me. I'm going to have your cell phone number. You're going to have mine. I can send you a Calendarly link in the text message later that evening and say, hey, Virginia, it was great to meet you today. Let's lock in that follow-up call we talked about. Here's the link to my Calendarly. By the time I get to the second or third follow-up, I have two appointments booked because you got my text, you clicked the link, and you booked an appointment. So it's just more efficient. It offers a better exchange of information between you and your prospect. And then there's a whole slew of benefits on the back end when you think about building an audience of everyone that you've engaged with that you could remarket to as an organization, implementing a digital business card program where you don't have to wait three or four weeks for your new employee to get their box of business cards in the mail, activate day one, right? So you start to think about the economies of scale that come with a digital, more engaging, interactive program. There's a lot there, lots you know, of And one of the things that I, I like from a, as a business owner, okay, that has a sales force. One of the things that I like about it is you're, you're sending your people out into the world and asking them to network. I mean, I'm paying chamber memberships. I'm paying, you know, association memberships. So I'm, I'm, I'm paying and engaging with the community, but I'm not always the one that's out there. Right. So if Bob goes out and he collects up seven business cards, I may or may not ever know that he interacted with those prospects. That's something I could never know. But with this particular technology, it, correct me if I'm wrong, it all kind of dumps into sort of a central, like a central location. So I can know, this is the other thing, which I don't, I don't mean to sound like, okay, you know, inspect what you inspect, what you expect. You know, you don't know if your person actually went, you don't know if they actually met a new person. You don't know if they just didn't sit down and have lunch with their friend, Fred, you know, you don't, you have no idea what went on at that networking event, but you know, when you start seeing like, okay, you're networking at 10 different events and I don't see anything happening here. What's up. You start, you start to be able to have a, have really a, a mechanism for coaching your coaching your salespeople and and working with them in that way, um, which I think is pretty cool. I wholeheartedly agree. And I like to think of that as accountability and visibility. Mm -hmm. So early on in my sales career, I sold insurance and investment products, and I absolutely hated it. I knew right away, very early on, that it wasn't going to be for me. But what I really did like was learning about the sales process and learn some great sales skills. And one of the things I'll never forget was every Friday morning at 8 a.m., we had our weekly sales meeting. 
and it was all self-reported data, right? So the sales manager that I was working for was relying on us to report how many calls did we make? How many appointments did we book? How many appointments did we keep? What was our actual sales number? The only accurate number that he could verify was the sales number, right? Did a check come in for a application? I could pull your phone records and see if you actually dialed the number and how many minutes you talked, if I really wanted to get anal about it, right? Like, Maybe, but if you if I was using my personal cell phone as a 1099 contractor because I was writing it off as an expense, you don't have access to that. So now with making everything digital, again, there's a lot of valuable insights, accountability and visibility that come with that. Now at the organizational level, not only can you turn new people on quick and easy with a digital card, but you can see how much they're engaging, how many times their card's been opened, how many contacts they've actually gotten into the system. Because what this product does is it takes all that in real life data, right? That IRL data, as we like to think about it, it pulls it right in and either stores it for you in our WinLocal platform or can sync right into your company's CRM. So now you got so much more visibility into the activity that your people are doing, especially if you have teams going out to, like you said, chamber of commerce events, chamber of commerce (laughs) events, trade shows, traveling, right? You're going to see, you know, a specific region or people in a specific territory. How many accounts are you actually stopping in and calling on? So it opens up a world of insight that really you never had before. And with our product, one of the things that makes it really unique is this ability to retarget everyone that you've engaged with. So as individual consumers, right, we've been faced with this for a long time. You go to a website like Home Depot, you search for a leaf blower, right? I live here in the Northeast. The leaves are about to start falling down. You search for leaf blower. Next thing you know, leaf blower ads following you around the internet. Dude, leaf blower ads are going to start blowing up my cell phone just because you said the word. <laughs> like, they're listening, right? The they're, Why? they're listening. Why That's did what you we... say leaf blower? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's my, it's the example. It's my go-to. <laughs> but we, so you know that experience well, right? We all do. We either say, oh, they're listening, mm-hmm. right? Or they are following us, the algorithms, et cetera. And as individual sales professionals, as small to medium-sized enterprises, or as I like to think of them, local businesses, because there's nothing small about a small business, um, we've never really had the ability to do that in a real turnkey and effective way. ShareCard allows us to do that. So one of the cool things about our digital business card program is that after you use the actual digital business card functionality and exchange your information, create a new contact, you're creating a dynamic audience of everyone that you've engaged with automatically without you having to do anything. And our platform's directly integrated with the meta network, Facebook, Instagram, 50,000 plus apps and sites where they power the advertising, where you can now re-engage or retarget everyone that you've met. So for example, if you go out to a big trade show, you meet 300 people at a booth over the course of a weekend, you give them all your share card. Well, now you're going to be able to immediately run a campaign and show up in their Facebook or Instagram feed the next Monday while everyone else is still trying to enter data in their mm-hmm. CRM. So it gives you a speed to lead advantage. It makes them, the, the people that you've engaged with say, Oh man, this guy's everywhere. He must be listening, right? What's he doing that we're not doing? So there's a lot of 
layers to this technology from an engagement standpoint that go beyond just a, a business card, but that is the core functionality. So let me ask you this question because, um, you know, I, I get the technology in, in the in-person space. Like I understand, like I go to a meeting or a luncheon and I tap everybody's phone and then they get, they get a little thing and it says, Hey, I just shared my information with you, put your information in here. So it sends it back to me. Um, how does their information get into the system? Number one, like, I know I put it on their phone, but how does their information get into the system? And then, um, the second question that I have is most, uh, a lot of our listeners are digital nomads. So they're not really right now doing a whole lot of, of engagement on, um, you know, in person. So they're sharing this online so other than like whole like i don't know having your background have a qr code on it or whatever what how do we um how, how do you share that so number one how does their data get into this into the platform and number two how do you do it digitally so i'm gonna answer the second question uh -huh. first because i want to connect with everyone listening to the bad girls on business podcast today and the easiest way for them to do that is as they're listening to this interview, they can get my card on their phone. All they have to do is take their phone out and text Seth, my name, S-E-T-H, to the number 88500. So now all of your listeners who I'm not in person with, who are listening to this digitally, right, can get my card back on their phone. All they have to do is send a text message to the number 88500 and in that message, put my name, Seth. So everyone who uses ShareCard gets their own vanity keyword. Mine is Seth, my name, um, and you can select yours. So that with our product, that's one way that you can engage with five or 500 people on a digital event. You're speaking on stage at a conference. You're out to lunch with 15 people around the table. You know, you're a real estate agent. You're doing a first-time homebuyer seminar. Anytime there's a one-to-many situation, the QR code is great. You can certainly put that in your virtual background but you can have people text in. And so anytime someone texts in, hopefully all your listeners have done that already, right? I'm going to get their cell phone number. I'm going to get an alert that someone's texted in for my card. And now I'm going to be able to send them a one-on-one -on -one individual follow-up, thanking them for texting in and getting my info and letting them know if they like to connect, they have any questions for me, more than happy to connect and do a one-on-one. -on -one. Excellent. So, so I capture their information automatically. Mm -hmm. And as they're opening my card on their phone, we have a feature that we call auto connect. And what this does is it actually prompts them proactively to share their information back with you, right? As salespeople, we've all been in that situation where we're having a great conversation with someone at a networking event or a conference or on a Zoom call, um, probably not on a Zoom call, but in person, right? And they say, hey, yeah, give me your business card. Mm -hmm. You give them your business card and you get nothing back. Now you're at a you're in a position of disadvantage, right. right? Because you're entirely reliant on them following up with you. Whereas if someone asks me for my my card, I say sure thing. What's your cell phone number? I'm going to send it to you. So now I've reversed the paradigm, right? Now I'm in the driver's seat, and not only did I just give you exactly what you asked for, but I've started a text message conversation between mm -hmm. me and you. So now we're we're linked forever, right? I don't have to go through the same noisy email inbox that everyone else goes through. Um, but our auto connect feature, when you pop my card open on your phone, it's going to say, hey there, 
share your information with Seth. He'd love to connect with you. And it's a simple little form, autofills from your cell phone, and you just submit it back. And instead of having to hand me back a paper card, or as I like to call it, um, the in real life admin task, I get your information digitally right back All in right. the system. So let's talk about, that's the front end. Let's talk, that's the front yeah. end. Let's talk about the back end. <laughs> Where the where the where Let's the magic happens? The back end where the magic happens. All right, that was about as naughty as I'm going to get like today. <laughs> all right, we've, we've set, set the, the bar. bar. So so okay. So you know, obviously, all of this is connecting through a tech platform that is robust and has lots of features. And my number one question, because here's my you know, will it sync to my Infusionsoft? So we can work with any CRM. Right. It's it's data in it's data out, um, but you can download any tangible contact information that you get with WinLocal into a CSV and upload okay, it anywhere perfect. you want. So when it's going to be really sexy is when you like interface, integrate with Zapier or something. And if you, you can like zap it, that would be really hot. But um, then, you know, it's, it's obviously being able to download and upload and, you know, at an event, for example, you're at a speaking engagement. You say, hey, everybody, if you want my information, I'd love to, I, you know, I'd love for you to, to text this to that. And then we're going to go ahead and send you, you know, X, Y, Z thing. So you can download that entire thing, upload it into your CRM and then, and then begin the delivery process. Right. A absolutely. But the beauty of ShareCard is that it's entirely customizable. Right. So if you're speaking at an event, you can have as many call to action buttons on your card as you want. And you can upload a PDF right to your share card oh. that they can just click and download. So you you don't even, I agree with you, taking that in real life data and pulling it into a CRM so those drip campaigns can start automatically, mm -hmm. a quicker speed to lead is super important. We're working on numerous CRM integrations right now, especially when we work at the enterprise level with different large right. corporations, right? Um we're, we're doing that right now. And in some of the industries where we have a heavy concentration of users, we're focusing on those CRM products specifically. Um, but you want someone at a speaking event you're doing or on this podcast, in contrast to the next podcast to get a specific piece of content, you can edit your share card experience with a couple clicks of a button and have a different piece of collateral on there today as opposed to tomorrow. And the beauty of that is, and what I like to tell a lot of our partners is, you know, ShareCard allows you to, in a lot of instances, bypass what normally is your first follow-up email, right? Let's say you're a real estate agent and what you normally do when you meet someone that says, hey, I want to buy a home is you take their email address, you go set them up in your CRM and you get them set up for new listing alerts, right? Hey, here's a property that just came on the market. With ShareCard, you can just have that link on your business card and the first time you meet them, they could click and see the new listings that are available, right? So you can dramatically change the way that first interaction goes and capitalize on the momentum of that in real life conversation. Because in contrast to the paper business card experience that's static, the digital experience is entirely interactive. Right. You can, it's the gateway to whatever you want to share with them. Your product catalog, your pre-approval form, your listing inventory, your mortgage rates, anything you want. There's no limit. Nice. And so um, there's another 
feature that I think you told me about, which was the people pixelator. Are you guys still doing that? Yeah. So, so that's exactly what I was referring to when I was talking about our, our ability to simulate the leaf blower experience, right? right? Is every time we, th we think of it as a people uh -huh. pixel because our partners are engaging with real people, um, not just IP addresses on the interwebs. Uh -huh. So, you use your share card, you meet 100 people, we build a dynamic audience um, leveraging this people pixel that allows you to retarget or re-engage uh, with all of those people uh, on platforms like Facebook I'm and Instagram. I'm super curious about how that happens. Do they have to give you their data in order for that to happen? And if so, how do you know, how do you get the demographic data that, that is sort of that people pixel thing? Like how? Yeah, so that, that's a great question. And, <laughs> yeah, and I'd have so to kill you if I answered between, it, right? <laughs> no, um, but I'm, I'm going to give you the, the remedial version. Remember, I'm on the give sales the and biz dev side. I, I, I have a very low technology pay grade, as we like yeah. to say internally. So I'm not going to speak for the engineering yeah. team. However, what I'll tell you is that, right, what we're doing is not, what you hear about in, you know, the new Apple, um, you know, iOS releases where they're stopping app tracking and all that stuff. We don't track people's behavior on the internet. What we do is we use what they call first party data. So you met someone, you sent them a piece of content, they clicked on that content. We've created a pixel that's identifiable to them, that user, even though it's anonymous, right? So we don't actually, our system doesn't know who they are. We just know that Virginia is engaged with that person. And then we're able to say, yes or no, is that person on Facebook's network? If they are, and you're running a campaign, we can put them in the campaign. So it's very, it's, it's very limited to the scope of what we're trying to right. accomplish, but it works for us because we know the most important thing, which is Virginia connected with Seth and wants to put a message in front of Seth. That's all that. And matters. then you can, you can do like Facebook ads and stuff like that from your platform, right? From the win local platform. Absolutely. Yeah. So in building this whole thing out on the back end, um, we worked with the team over at Facebook to create what we call these best in class blueprints. So it takes a lot of the decision-making process out of the equation, right? Because we know the very specific purpose that you would use our campaigns for. And so, you know, three, four clicks on the Win Local platform, you have a best in class, highly targeted campaign ready to go for you um, and out the door to your audience in comparison to using, you know, a business manager, which at this point is really designed more for agencies, not local business professionals nice nice so what what else does your does your platform do that's super sexy that i don't know about so where where it gets really cool and, and where we're seeing uh, a ton of interest right now and, and launching some really great partners is at the organizational level right deploying ShareCard and our win local software across the company uh, because that allows you to do things that you've never really been able to do before as an organization we talked about it a little bit, right? Um, accountability and visibility. How much are your people engaging with clients and prospects? What are those prospects clicking on, right? You have a piece of sales material or a book a demo link, right? At the company level, you can track what they're engaging with the most. You can incentivize around engagement. You can create different um, share card themes, right? The look and feel of the card and change those dynamically based on region, 
based on job role, based on industry. So if you're a company that sells to multiple industries, you can have your, you know, healthcare team having a different theme than your commercial real estate team, et cetera. So it gives you a lot of flexibility at the organizational level to not only deploy a digital branded marketing engagement tool to all of your people, but also create a way to incentivize activity across the customer across the company, because the other thing you can do with our platform is share content. Our link system, which is really the secret sauce of the platform, just like a bit.ly, you can create short links for pieces of content, your content, an article in the Wall Street Journal or Fast Company, whatever you want your team to share to evangelize your company voice and mission, but it works the same way as ShareCard. So if someone clicks on that piece of content, you at the company level are building an audience of everyone that's engaged with that content that you can now remarket to. So there's a lot of things that we're starting to scale up to the organizational level that give them opportunities to engage with customers and prospects that their people are engaging with or reinforce those messages that they've never had the ability to do before at, at this granular of a Got level. It. So one last, I guess, what else What's the, What else do you want us to know about this platform and the power of this platform? And then we'll talk about, I know you have a special little incentive for, for the listener today. So what's last word? What do you want us to know about this platform? So the last, I think we've covered a lot. You've asked some amazing questions. Uh, so thank you for that. And um, the only thing I would like to leave everyone with is this. It is 2022. There is very few things that we still do in an analog manner, and those are decreasing by the day, right? There is a better way to business card. It's been a prominent part of business since I came into the workforce. We've all been conditioned to hand out a business card. You can still do that. There's just a better way to do that. What we do today with one another is by and large done digitally. And so we should be engaging with people on those first impressions or even with our valued customers and longstanding customer relationships in a digital way, exponentially more value, valuable and uh, certainly not cost prohibitive in any way if you're buying nice business cards right. anyway. Give it some thought. All right. Check us out. So check us out. Let's talk about check us out. So I know you have yeah. a little, you have a little something, something for the listeners who might want to go to win local and see what you've got. So um, what can they do? How do they find you? And what's the something, something? Well, listen, we never want to come to a party empty handed, right? You don't want to be the one that just shows up and, and eats all the free food. Um, so for all of the bad girls on business listeners, everyone who's tuning in today or in the future, uh, we've set up a promo code. So if anyone is interested in giving ShareCard a try, you can sign up on our website, winlocal.com. And we've set up a promo code for any listeners to get 20% off their subscription, which is normally $10 a month or $100 for the year for an individual user. It includes the NFC kit, um, that I have up on the screen right now, premium metal business card that's NFC enabled, as well as an ultra thin phone tag that's also NFC enabled. Um, and any of your listeners will get 20% off with the promo code badgirls at checkout. Um, so that is our gift for everyone today. Again, that promo code 20% off badgirls.
Excellent. Thank you so much for that. That is absolutely phenomenal. And I do hope that people take a chance, take a, an opportunity to go out and take a look at it and give it a shot. Um, it is not a massive financial commitment and it really could change the way that you do, that you do business. So, um, so Seth, now is the time when I bring out the naughty questions. Are you ready? Are you ready to answer my naughty questions? As ready as I will ever be. All right. So when it comes to marketing, do you prefer domination or seduction? When I'm doing the marketing or being marketed to? Ah, well, that's up to you to interpret that. I've never had anybody ask me that question. So I, I think when I'm doing the marketing, I like domination. When I'm being marketed to, I like seduction. Okay. Um, networking exhibitionist or voyeur definitely exhibitionist <laughs> i couldn't have guessed um, put me in the room i'm put me in the game coach i'm ready to go in leadership gentleman dom or power sub gentleman dom okay always um, gentleman always gentleman all right uh building a team married or mistresses married okay entrepreneurship monogamy or polyamory? Mm, so monogamy. Monogamy. Okay. My so, business partner and I have been together for 15 years now. There you go. <laughs> we, bo- we both had a lot more hair when we started. Back in, yeah, back in the day, right? I love these questions. It's really fun because some people are like, I don't really know what that means. And I'm like, well, just answer the question. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We knew what we meant when we came up with them. Um, but yeah, there's no those those are great. I, I will tell you I was not expecting any of those. So I I appreciate you not giving me a heads up because I think it was more fun that way. It is it is more fun to kind of do it. What it's it's a little um it's a little more awkward with like super introverts. So but but we usually do okay. So um, Seth, thanks for coming on and sharing about Win Local and how we can start to increase our engagement um, by using technology. And uh, we all have to think about the fact that, um, you know, technology is ever changing. And so it's really great that there are just people like you and like Win Local out there that are keeping up with the changes so that we can just pay you money and we don't have to worry about that stuff because, you know. Um, it's the whole technology. It's just, it's changing so much more quickly these days. Um, I don't even know what the half-life is on technology right now, but I wouldn't even venture a guess at this point because you're right. It's moving so fast. Um, things are changing dramatically. We've all been on a technology learning curve that's been expedited exponentially, um, over the past couple of years. And so, We feel that we can bring value to our partners, uh, especially those in the sales and service industries and give them a better way to connect and engage with their clients and prospects. And it's an absolute pleasure uh, to join you today. Thank you so much for having me. Again, any of your listeners who would like to connect, text Seth to 88500. You'll see an example on my share card and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. And I got to tell you, the promo presentation is really slick. So it's really, really like what it actually does when you can actually see it is great. So connect with Seth and have a look. And um, listeners, again, we are grateful that you are here. And if you have not yet connected with the Bad Girls on Business, go to badgirlsonbusiness.com and search for those Easter eggs because Jenny, Michelle, and I have left some little goodies for you. And when you find them, there's a prize. And until we meet again, 
um, go out and be badass and stay tuned for another amazing episode of the Bad Girls on Business coming your way soon. Thank you for listening to the Bad Girls on Business podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes for any links mentioned in this episode and for additional contact information about the guest or our hostesses. If this show got you going, we'd love to hear about it when you subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the direct sales dom, the referral diva, or your mistress in business? The Bad Girls have hidden their gift for you at badgirlsonbusiness.com. When you find the Easter egg, use the password B-G-O-B to unlock your treasure chest of goodies. 